You are listening to T-Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Engaging an exciting conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Every week on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Welcome everyone. You are listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is T-Mac and I'm joined by Biscuit because Cookie Monster is still away. So yeah, we're going to get to hear somebody's testimony today. Somebody who has, what can I say? <laughs> we're going to hear, we're going to get to hear somebody's testimony today. Someone who, in her own words, has seen God. So I know all of you have just been like, Mm-mm, no, she didn't. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a flu. But yeah. A lot of you have already rolled your eyes like, no, she hasn't seen God. Those people with those weird stories about, I went to heaven, I went to hell. No, they were dreaming. They didn't really go. Well, I'll leave it up to you to really decide. But I believe her because I don't think she has a reason to lie. So, yes, that is what we're bringing to you today. So, fasten your seatbelts. We're going to hear a very, very interesting story. And I really hope that you guys can take something useful away from it. Keep it locked on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Coming up next. Engaging an exciting conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Get ready. Now. So, um, the next thing, I'm waking up and I'm on the operating table and I'm seeing a lot of people who are looking down at me. And this is me thinking, these must be witches. What are they doing to me? <laughs> so there was all this theater equipment, like, you know, the how they monitor your yeah. whatever. I pushed the equipment away. I'm like, Jesus, help me. And I pushed the things, you know, and I could hear things falling. Mm-hmm. So I think they thought I, I was mad. And then they all coming to me and they're holding me down. Behave, A, B, C, what was. And I like, I was like, no, 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 Jesus, you have to come through for me. Jesus, help me. And I started screaming and I started praying. And then they knocked me out again. When I'd been knocked out, I don't know how many times. I think it was about the third time or so. Then I, I sort of came out of my body. And I was looking down at myself. And I could see them fussing over my body, cutting me up, um, inserting funny little things like by the um, the elbow area. Yeah. They were cutting me up. They were inserting little glass rods and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I, as I was looking, I was like, what are they doing to my body? This is not what we agreed. We mm-hmm. didn't, you know, talk about them putting glass rods in my body. What are they doing to my body? Mm-hmm. And I was, they were doing a lot of work on me. And I was just viewing from above. Um, and then the next thing, I could feel them cutting. So it was it was a bit funny. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm up there, but at the same time, I can feel them cutting through me. Yeah. And I don't know what they were doing to my tummy. And then at that point, I just said, Lord, you know what? I'm tired. I'm sick. The thing is, I, I'm going through a lot of pain. I'm going to sleep. My sister is going to help my husband look after my child. I'm sleeping. Then I slept. And I went into such deep sleep. I just slept. So as I was sleeping, my eyes were closed. The next thing, I hear like a sound, like pah. So when I heard that, I jumped. And I'm like, oh, that must be God. And so I started opening my eyes. 
like that a bit, uh, you know, going up a little bit. And as I was opening my eyes, I saw a man who was wearing a creamish garment, mm -hmm. whitish garment. And on the garment were like blood stains. Mm -hmm. And so um, as I was looking up, I went up as far as the, just below the eyes. I didn't get to see the eyes. And I was like, wow. You know, he had such beautiful skin, mm -hmm. you know, full cheeks. And I was like, wow, this is God, you know. And he says to me, Jenny, what can I do for you? Mm -hmm. So there's a part that I'd skipped. When I was on the operating table, there were foxes that were fighting me. Mm. Big dogs, there were five of them. And they had very long teeth. They were frightening me. So as the doctors were working on my body, they didn't know I was up and I was battling. I was running. So those foxes would run. They would chase me. They would put me in a corner. I would escape and I would run. I ran like I've never run before. When I was on the operating table, I was running. Running away from foxes. Mm -hmm. you know. So when I see God to me, he was God. When I was telling my friends later, they were like, no, it must have been an angel. I said, no. Some were saying it must have been Jesus. I said, no, I saw God. Mm. So what happens is there's a line here. I am on the right-hand side of the line. Mm. God is here. Those foxes that were fighting me are on his left. Mm -hmm. Further down from the foxes is like a mountain range mm -hmm. that um, had green, like nice, a nice green loan. I love plants. Mm -hmm. Nice green loan, little lilac flowers. It was like a mountain range and it was going on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So as he's talking to me, I'm looking and I'm like, those foxes, what do they want to do to me? Where do they want to take me to? Yeah. You know? And then I'm looking further down. I'm like, that must be heaven. But I couldn't see what was beyond mm. the mountain mm -hmm. range. Mm. These foxes had been leashed now. With I've never seen leather so rich. A nice chestnut color. Mm -hmm. Thick, thick leather going up into the sky. I, I couldn't even see how far it was going. You yeah. know, the leash. Yeah. And they're barking and their teeth are like long and they're like, oh, like they want to eat me. And I'm like, oh, where do they want to take me to? to? So God is calm. But the way he appeared to me, it was like he was busy. That's mm -hmm. when I, I learned God is a busy God. He was busy doing other things, you know. And then he comes and he's like, okay, right. What can I do for you? And I'm standing on the line. And then I said, um, God, you know what? He called me by my name. That was the first thing that struck me. I was like, he knows me. He called mm. me by my name, me. You know, then he says, what can I do for you? And I'm looking at him. And I'm like, he's amazing. What race is he? <laughs> you know? Yeah, because you've got to ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking and I'm wondering. I'm like, such beauty. I've never seen such, you know. And believe you me, I saw all races in him. And he was, he was just amazing. He was just amazing. He was kind. He knew me. He looked busy, but he was composed. He had to talk to me at that time. And so I said, hello, do you know what? I'm sick. I'm really sick. I, but my son, so-and-so, then I mentioned my first um, son's name. 
my second son, my third son, who will look after them if I die? There's no one who's going to look after them. Look at my situation. My mother mm -hmm. is late. My father is late. There's no one who is capable of looking after them. Look at my husband, the way he's been treating me. Is he capable? He won't be able to do it. So please, please, can I go back? And then he asked me a second time. But this time he spoke in Shona. And I'm like, oh, wow. Wow. And he said, he called my name again. And he said, Jenny, what can I do for you in Shona? Twitter say. And I'm like, ah, Mwari. Regained it's okay. Then he was like, okay. Then he was like, very well. And he flicked me with his right hand. So when he flicked me into his, with his right hand, it was as if I flew from somewhere and I went back into my body. So at that time, that's when um, I, I could now hear, but I couldn't open my eyes. And then the nurse said, you know, she's actually moving right now, you know. And then I removed the oxygen mask. Like it was like, whoop, you know. <coughs> And then I said, this thing frightens me. Please, can you take it away? And then the anesthetist was still by my bedside. Mm -hmm. And she says, what do you think you're doing? I am tired. I fought a battle. We're trying to resuscitate you. We've given you an oxygen mask. And she kept screaming. Yeah. And she says, why are you taking that off? And she's shouting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, you don't know where I'm coming from. <laughs> I am back, mm. you know? And she went on and I just said, you can say whatever you want. You can shout all you like. I am back. And so then other doctors were called into the room and they were like, oh, she's alive? She's actually moving. She's breathing. Mm. Guys, and then they come around my bed and I'm looking in the bed. I'm like, what, what are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. You know? So little did I know there was a, a time I was actually in a coma oh, and I didn't know yeah. that I had lapsed into a coma. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking around in the, in the room that I'm in and I'm like, I'm alone apart from these people. Where am I? And I'm looking and there are pines and pines of blood um, that are now empty. Mm. And then now I start thinking that story that I read and what I'm seeing could it be this is the condition that I had? Yeah. What happened, you know? So then one of the ladies, because I'd made, it's easy for me to make friends. I love making friends. I'd made friends with a lady who cleans up. And okay. then she came in and she's like, you know what? The gods that you serve is amazing. Mm. And then I'm like, I'm looking at her. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, tell me more. <laughs> she says there was drama in this hospital. Mm -hmm. There was drama. But the God you serve is amazing. So later on, when I spoke to my sister, I asked her, what was going on? Why? What's happening? She says to me, when we spoke, people went into theater after me. They came out, went in, came out, and we... There was no news about you. So we oh. had to ask the doctor what's going on. Yeah. And then after a long time, she came and she said there was a problem. 
So she says, um, I asked, is it the heart condition? Are you having problems with the heart? Because she's got a heart, a heart condition. And the doctor says, no, it's not the heart. It's something else. She's just bleeding and we cannot stop it. She's just bleeding. We don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So that had that was the problem. Mm-hmm. And my clotting factor just dropped. Oh, okay. So I lost a lot of blood and I lapsed into a coma. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. for me... I was going to go. Yeah. Believe you me, that was it. My day had come. You know. But God has been faithful. And the, I kept getting flashbacks. And from that day, I was telling um, Kuti, it's easy for me to pick, especially cartoons, the right cartoons, the ones that are not right. Mm. And I don't know why, my sister and my niece made me watch Twilight. Oh. Mm. <laughs> and when I watched Twilight, those big foxes, I said, oh, these yes, are the foxes exactly. that I saw. Uh-huh. These are the foxes that were fighting me. Don't watch this. It's not right. Mm. They want to make it look good, but it's not right. Don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Mom, can't you see? Hey, it's a good story. I said, whatever storyline they're trying to put across or whatever, I don't care. These are the dogs that fought me. Mm-hmm. And so that's how big they were. And that's mm-hmm. how vicious they were. Yo. And they just wanted to bite me. Wow. You know, and um, I was, it's such a long story. <laughs> it's a long story. But anyway, I'm about to come to an end. Because let me let me cut out some parts. Um, as I was recuperating, they'd moved me from ICU into HDU. I had a dream as well of a big eagle. Very big. Um, it was like white, snow white, glistening body. But... Mm-hmm bloodshot red eyes mm-hmm. okay and it was watching over me you know but when i looked at him i was like what is this eagle doing is it about to to take me away again mm-hmm. you know but it was gentle he was a majestic bird very tall about a meter tall you know and he, he kept looking at me and you know and then i had another dream where a colleague of mine because i was given a rope in that dream mm-hmm. and a voice said to me i know you want to go across to the other side of the river here's a rope i want you to get a hold of it and swing from one side to the other so as i was in mid-air i realized the rope was too short and when i looked down there was this river and all these stones. And I just thought, you know what? Now I'm going to die. Because if I, the rope is not long enough to take me across. It's not long enough to take me back. I'm going yeah. to fall. And then a workmate of mine appeared. And she was wearing a work suit. And she's a prayer warrior. And she said to me, I've been told you want to go across. And I said, yes. So she says, okay, just give me a second. She gets a hold of a brush, um, a broom, a hard broom. And she starts sweeping the riverbed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So she sweeps and she says, right, now I want you to let go of the rope. Do you trust me? I said, yeah, I trust you. I know you, you so and so. So she says, let go, jump down. And then I jumped down. And then I made it, you know. So she took me across to the other side of the river. And as when I woke up, she actually phoned me. And I said to her, this is so and so, what's going on? I dreamt about you just now and you're phoning me. The husband is a pastor. Okay. And so they came to see me and I told them the story. And she says, to be honest, I didn't have any rest. Wow. Um, I just didn't rest. So I got a lot of people, a lot of support. Um, <laughs> included. Everybody just came. It was amazing. And it was contrary to what I'd experienced on the Prior other side. The, yeah. Where no one liked me. Where I was like a rabid 
um, something. I was like a leper. Mm-hmm. And everybody just came from people I didn't even know. And my pastor's wife then says we came when we were told about the ordeal, but we were denied entry mm-hmm. because we are outsiders. So we prayed by the gate and the Holy Spirit gave me your name. Are you so and so? Because she didn't know my first name. And I said, that's who I am. Yeah. So she says, I prayed for you and I called you by your first name. And my workmates were telling me, we're saying, Jenny, wake up, wake up, don't sleep, wake up. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. my husband is the one who suffered the most. So my doctor was now telling me it was for him that I had to fight the battle. Mm-hmm. So she came to a point when she just couldn't handle it alone. She had to call in another uh, a team of doctors. And so when I woke up um, from the coma, I got to meet one of the doctors. And I just said, you are just so amazing. And so he laughs, he looks at me and he laughs and he says, yeah, we had a hard time, mm-hmm. you know, but... With doctors, I don't know. Maybe they can't really acknowledge that there's a God. I don't know. But I know yeah. most of them are actually, they pray, they're Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's mm. my story. There's lots more, but let me end there. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, that's a journey. <laughs> yeah. I had to, I kept getting flashbacks and I said, Lord, I'm, I can't handle it. And my workmate was saying, these dreams that you get... Because then I would dream about certain situations that would happen to some people before they actually happen. But I was scared to share because of the environment mm-hmm. that yeah. I'm in. You can't just rock up to someone and say, you know, I dreamed. This mm-hmm. is what exactly. what was happening. They'll be like, you know. And so I've, and she said, you know what? I think God is trying to use you. And I, I just, I said, Lord, I cannot handle this. Please, can you take it away? Bring it back when I can handle it. So, mm-hmm. but he's been faithful. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay, so from your understanding, what do you think the foxes were or the do- the dogs? Um, I'm of a background. I didn't talk about my Christian background. I grew up um, in a traditional church. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we moved, um, when I got married, into a, a different type of church. Yeah. Um, so my knowledge of the Bible, I knew God existed because I'd had a heart condition. Every time I would pray, my mother would say, there was a time when I'd talk to God kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I knew there was God and I knew he would be there one of the days. Yeah, yeah I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> the dogs. <laughs> the dogs. Yeah. So I said, Lord, this has been so bad. I need to know, please can you reveal? I know you work with time, but in the fullness of time, I'm going to understand mm-hmm. what it was about. So, um, God took me to the story of um, Samson when he wanted to destroy um, a field belonging oh, to a certain yeah. tribe. Yeah. What did he do? He tied, he tied to foxes. To foxes. Yeah. He let them loose and a whole field was destroyed. Mm-hmm. So for me, foxes at that time resembled destruction. Mm-hmm. And when I was sharing with this friend of mine that I was talking about who came to see me, she says, you are actually being fought by demons. Uh, demons Mm. because demons will present themselves as dogs so from that time every time i see a dog i'm like (laughs) (laughs) they're not all bad (laughs) like you demon (laughs) especially the ones that look like really i'm like don't come here Mm. you know i can imagine i think i'd have real problems with dogs (laughs) so that's that's what i picked that really it was they were out to destroy me and to be honest they were you know they were out to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
I really kind of don't know what questions to ask. The whole thing is actually fantastic. I don't want to say I'd want to have such an experience, but kind of would. Did such things exist? Yeah, because you got to see something most of us would not see. And unfortunate circumstances to see it. Mm, But... You did. You you peep behind the curtain. Mm, true. And, and when I was sharing with Pastor Kodzi, he says to me, do you know your story sounds so much like the story, like this movie? And so, because I was scared to share my story, I was like, mm, people will just look at me and be like, mm. <laughs> you know? so he says, you've got to share, don't keep it to yourself. You know, yeah. it's exactly the similarities with the story. Um, in this movie, you know, so then that gave me courage because mm-hmm. then I said, Lord, you've got to surround me. You've got to bring people who are going to encourage me to speak out. It was so overwhelming. I couldn't keep it to myself. And every time I'm talking about this movie is not good, this cartoon, my kids are like, you know, there she goes again. Yeah. And my husband is like, ah, you're just trying to make it seem like you've seen, you know, you've seen something. I'm like, to be honest, I've seen something that is very unusual, yeah. you know. And now with your husband after the fact, how were things afterwards? Um, I remember when I was, I think I just came out of the coma. I could hear, but I couldn't speak. I remember him saying, if only God could take me away and not you. To be honest, I'll never hurt you ever again. I'll always love you. I'll always be by your side, no matter what. Mm. And I really regret all those things that I've done to you. And I was like, what is he talking about? Because I, I also lost a bit of my memory mm-hmm. <laughs> at that yeah. time. And working with children, it was so bad because I would look at the faces and I'm like, I know, I know this, this face. Child, but I don't <laughs> know? And they're like, oh, this is so and so. And I'm like, oh, in my mind, in my heart, I'm like, I know you, but the name is gone, my dear. Mm-hmm. I just, it was just gone, but I couldn't share. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell my line manager that Mm -hmm. and i said lord if you've put me through this you're going to preserve my job for me no matter what Mm -hmm. so i said to her the one girl because she she was one of my favorite students she came so teachers are favorites i knew it (laughs) (laughs) she's like ma'am have you forgotten me i'm so i'm like oh yes it it then just came back so what was in temporary memory I lost, yeah. mm. but um, I knew who my children were, their names. I knew the close people. Mm-hmm. I knew the bad things that had happened in the past. I I remembered, but all the other things that seemed temporary. What I did, I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but I was, to be honest, spaced out. And yeah. even big people, some of them out. Just look at them. I'm like, I know this face, but I I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the yeah. person is. So, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. How is it? I don't know how to, how to ask this question. You've had this experience. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, nothing is for naught and you've learned something from it. You've got a new perspective from it. With your family now, how do you... <laughs> deliver that message mm-hmm. and get them to understand the gravity. I guess because we never get that close to death and uh, we'll, like, we'll meet those dogs when it's too late <laughs> for most people. Yeah. But you've gotten that close and you now want the people around you, 
I'm reminded of that story in the Bible of, of it's like, please, can you send someone back to just tell them yes. it's this bad down here? Yeah. But you've gone, come back. Mm-hmm. And how, how is it trying to get that message across to people afterwards? Um, to be honest with you, it's pretty hard. And can I tell you, the most difficult people to try and get through to are the Christians. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah, because um, knowledge so is good, maybe. exactly. Yeah. They, yeah, because everybody's like, you know what? You saw an angel. Mm. And I'm like, no, I didn't see an angel. Mm. For me, mm-hmm. it was God, because for me, that was it. That's it. Who do you see when you die? You see God. Yeah. Judgment. It got me thinking also about the verses in the Bible. And so, but anyway, to answer your question, there's no time to waste mm-hmm. because when those dogs were fighting me, they meant serious business. When God came, he meant serious business. So these are two different worlds. Each one of them means serious business. What I learned is when you pray, because for me, I, to be honest with you, I wouldn't have made it into heaven because I was angry with my mm-hmm. husband. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, by my standards, he's the one who had erred. He's the one who had done all the wrong things. But what I learned is I was not going to make it because I was bitter. I was not forgiving. Mm -hmm. Because what I said was, I hope I die so that he will suffer. That's what Mm -hmm. I was, you know. And to be honest, I wanted to go Mm -hmm. and give him his peace. So I wanted him to hurt badly when I'd gone, Mm -hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, there's there's no time to waste and you really need to know who God is. You really need to go by his standards if you want to make it. And um, demons <laughs> mean serious business. They, they are being sent by someone. You know, they're on a mission. And it's to be honest with you, that world is rapid. Mm-hmm. Either one of the two. The spiritual world is rapid. They fought me in a short space of time. I would have gone. When God appeared, short space of time, it was so fast. It was like seconds, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, it's taking me minutes. In some cases, it takes me hours to relate. But for me, yeah. at that time, it was a few minutes. Mm. So serious business. Let's, let's work for yeah. our souls. The soul does not die. Because when I woke up, when I was talking to God, I was ready to carry on. The soul doesn't die. That's what I learned. It, I was ready to move on, mm-hmm. you know. And for me, you know, say for the parts that I had children, <coughs> life was beginning again. I was going to go wherever yeah. I was going to go, mm. heaven or hell, you know. So let's work because it's the dogs are vicious. For me, they were just really horrible. They look bad. It, they have a smell to them. They don't, they're not kind. And I also learned that God is faithful because in his word, the verse that I was telling you about, he said he was going to bless my children. Mm-hmm. They're not the most blessed of children um, because I'm really trying to give them a good life kind of thing. But what the words they say to me, the one plays for, um, he's made the national teams for a couple of disciplines. Wow. And um, I remember the parents you know, of the of his colleagues saying he's the person we thought of the most when we heard about your ordeal. Everybody was just praying. Whoever was told that's what had happened to me would she told me would kneel down literally would pray. When we heard in the car park would just get together as moms 
and we would pray and we would declare that you were going to make it. And looking back now, I can only say, Lord, you are so faithful. God does not lie. Mm-hmm. He tells the truth. He's faithful. And every word that he says in the Bible is so true. Because now, looking back and where we are, it's been so true. I feel yeah. that my children are blessed. As I had read in the Psalms, mm-hmm. and he doesn't lie. Mm. So... <clears throat> I think after having gone through something like that, you obviously aren't the same <laughs> afterwards. There's, yeah, I'd, I'd assume that there's some things that change. Mm-hmm. Um, so how has your prayer life been affected by the whole? Um, I went no. into a, by the whole years. What was happening to me as I was recovering, because then I, I couldn't walk properly for some time. Mm-hmm. I had problems with my back. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get like, I don't, I can't explain it, but it was as if there was a sword going through my heart. Oh my gosh. But then the heart felt like a sphere. Uh-huh. So when the sword got to the surface of the sphere, it would go in a, a little bit. And then there would be like, a, it's not deflation. I don't know what you call it. You know, like with a ball issue. Mm-hmm. Um, hit it with something that's blunt it doesn't oh, yeah, pierce yeah, it, doesn't, mm-hmm. it sort of goes yeah, in okay. and then it comes out yeah. again so what happens then is from now onwards I'm not easily hurt mm-hmm. emotionally or because I used to have remember I said I had a heart condition mm-hmm. I'd get sharp chest pains and things like that it doesn't happen anymore oh, after that because so, I don't know what he was doing it was like a sword that's going through as if to test how much pressure can I take in? And then it would go in, then there's a release. And then, so the ball would go back to its original shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's been expensive for me to go for another heart check. But what I realized when I went to see the doctor, um, another doctor, like a GP, yeah. I told him I had a heart condition. Mm-hmm. And then he checked. And then he's like, and he's like mm. heart condition. Yeah. Not picking that up. Because wow. I remember thinking, and I was like, Lord, at that time, I should have asked for you to heal me of the heart condition. But I forgot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a matter of life or death. I should have asked for this, but I forgot. You know. But mm-hmm. then, going by what that doctor said to me, my heart condition is gone. Mm. I'm okay now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't feel pain anymore. Mm. My prayer life is, I've told myself, I said, Lord, I don't want to make any more mistakes. Please can my spirit just communicate with you yeah. when I'm happy, when I'm not happy. I pray for my spirit. I want that connection mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. To, to be there. It must remain alive, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's, I, because you are God. Mm. I will never look back. And, um, of course, you get fought here and there. There was an incident at church, and I'm looking, and I'm like, ah, it's just an attack. But to be honest with you, I've learned to just say, Lord, this is what I'm asking for. Um, and I don't want to test you. I'm going to say it once, maybe twice, and I consider it done, and it's been faithful. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I don't live the most of flashy lives or anything, but I'm happy with what God does for me in my life and even my kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so can I take you back to where you said people were praying at the gate mm-hmm. and yeah, like basically a lot of people were praying for you while it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um I think okay, let me just speak for myself. Sometimes I go through periods where I'm just like 
whether I pray or whether I don't pray, God is going to do what he wants to do. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the, got the final say, so mm-hmm. I can... What's the point? Yeah, like, what's the point? But from what you said, I gathered that you feel as though people's prayers also carried you through. Like, if it hadn't been for them praying, you are so right. it would have been a totally different experience. You are so right. And I, I also learned and I appreciated the power of intercession. Mm-hmm. You are so mm-hmm. right. When someone is weak... You know, you've got to hold hands yeah. as a Christian community and pray. Because to be honest, who was going to pray for me? Mm. I couldn't do it myself. Yeah. I'd given up. I'd said, this is it. You know, my day has come. Mm. Whatever is going to happen to my kids. But fellow Christians held their hands together and they prayed. And the the weird thing about it is one of the people who initiated the whole prayer thing at my workplace. Yeah. Remember it said from Norway, I seemed to have attracted a lot of, you know, negative. negative. Oh, yeah. But then I was quite amazed to learn that one of the ladies is the one who actually gathered people and they were like, let's pray. Mm-hmm. And people were coming from all quarters when they heard, they would all just get down and pray. So I learned that intercession is powerful. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're related to the person mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm you pray because we are brothers and sisters in Christ. I also learned because someone would come to me when I was in the hospital um, and they would hold my hand. I don't know who that person is. I still have questions. But every time they held my hand, it felt so heavy, as heavy as lead. Mm -hmm. And it was as if they were draining life out of me. Mm -hmm. But when my sister came and she started talking to me, um, I would hear her voice. And when she touched me, it was like she was putting warmth and life back into my body. Mm -hmm. So there was the takeaway bit from whoever this person was, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then there was the putting back life bit Mm -hmm. from my sister. So I also learned that um, when someone is in a coma, believe you me, they're not sleeping. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual warfare. It's very difficult. It's heavy for them. They're fighting very hard for their lives from a spiritual point of view. So if you're not close to them, please don't just touch them because (laughs) you're making life very difficult for them. They cannot fight you because they are there, but they're not there. They're on a different level. So leave them. Rather pray from a distance, but don't go and touch them. If it's your mom, your dad, brother, sister, your child, go ahead and do them. They need it. Because your clothes, no relations, <laughs> just try and do pray. That's yeah. that was me. That was my experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this person is. Mm-hmm. I sort of have an idea, but I'm not too sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Wow. This kid is speechless. I I am. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Is there anything else you want to share? Yeah, I just want to say, um, people, let's just pray for one another wholeheartedly. Um, Perhaps to the listeners out there. Don't take God for granted. Mm -hmm. Jesus is there. And then when I was thinking, is it God I met? Is it Jesus? Because then a lot of people were asking me a lot of questions. They're like, ah, you saw an angel. It was Jesus. It was not God. God, no. Maybe Jesus, maybe an angel. Then I thought, but you know what they're saying? It's the same thing, you know? Jesus, God, they're the same. Yeah. You know? And then I'm thinking of the um, blood stains on the garment. Mm. And I'm thinking it might have been Jesus, actually, because he's the one. You know, 
who beat the grave. Maybe yeah. he's the one who sent me back. Mm. But either way, I saw God, mm. you know. So God is there. Stand in the gap when some people are suffering. Everybody, anybody. You don't have to be related to them. It can be a friend. It can be someone whom you've just heard about. Someone at church. Maybe a face you cannot even, you don't even remember. But you heard there's someone, yeah. you know, who is in hospital. Pray for them wholeheartedly. You never know. And I always feel somewhere in my mind that it mu must have been someone at my workplace mm. who made me make it. Maybe not someone in the church, but please, I appreciate prayers. Yeah. Everybody should appreciate prayers from all quarters. It's just me thinking, who is it really? Who said the words that made God stop whatever he was doing and come and attend to me? Yeah. That's the vision that I got that God is a busy God. And also don't be lazy because the image that I saw of image. God, he doesn't sleep. Yeah, He's he always working. And from what I gather, this was around 12 p.m., 2 a.m., thereabouts. Um, but as I said, no one has the guts to tell me the exact order of events. Mm. But I think I was in a coma for about two to three days. I don't Whoa. know. Mm. So, yeah, on life support. Um, so, I, 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 I don't, up to this day, I still don't know. But let's pray for one another. Let's love one another. And um, let's have faith in God. I I do have one question, mm -hmm. one last one. Mm -hmm. On that point of don't be lazy, it mm -hmm. just reminded me of something. Mm -hmm. um, I think everyone, including the listeners, mm -hmm. have had experiences where they've been to funerals or weddings or whatever it may be, happy and probably more sad events, mm -hmm. and they have an epiphany. They hit hard by it and they think, wow, mm -hmm. changed my life. Mm -hmm. um, same person. Two years down the line, mm -hmm. no it's difference. As if, it's as course, if nothing, nothing ever happened. happened. Mm -hmm. Now, I guess my question is, has time had an effect mm -hmm. on, on you? And I'll, I'll call this a testimony, shall we say, on, on this experience and this testimony in your life. Mm -hmm. And to go back to what you're saying about don't be lazy, I'm guessing one also has to guard that experience to some extent yes. because... Uh, I'm assuming a person after a while you question and you wonder and you think more. And then there's other people coming with their own ideas, trying to throw them at you mm -hmm. about what, what, what that is. So I don't know if you can speak into that whole kind of protecting your experience. I don't think. You are so yeah. right. You are so right. It has happened <coughs> to me. And, um, you know, like with my family background, I, I have to fill in the gap as my mom, as my dad. So I have to play the role of sister. And to be honest, it's very overwhelming. Um, not so long ago, what I said was when I made it, I said, Lord, I will never say I am not thankful for having been made it. Despite the fact that I wanted my husband to suffer when I had gone. But I am so grateful. And my son, the one that I was talking about, the, the drama uh, um, boy. <laughs> he nearly dry, drowned in a well mm. four days, um, about four days before his birthday. His birthday was on Sunday. Wow. And then, you know, my family were abusing me, you know, because mm -hmm. they want me to do everything for them. And I said to them, you know what? It's, I think it's the second time to answer your question. When I said, you know what, to be honest with you, I wish I, I hadn't made it. I wish I'd just gone. Mm. So that you guys would learn a lesson and you'd not sit on your uh, laurels. You'd work mm -hmm. hard. And be independent. To be honest, I regret having lived. I wish I'd just gone. Mm -hmm. <gasps> and then she would laugh. 
what did I say? What did I say to God? I told him I would never, ever, mm-hmm. I would never say this. Yeah. It would ne- To be honest, it hurt me so bad. Mm. Yeah. And I said, Lord, please forgive me. I'm sorry. And then there was another incident with my dear husband that made me say, you know what? Um, the decisions that you're making, I don't think they're progressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to stop coming to your church. Um, I know your position in the church until you start acting like a father. Because to me, you're my husband, but you're like my father. Mm-hmm. And believe me, there's no woman who would ever fight their husband. A woman in their right senses would never, you know, get a hammer and start knocking down their house. And rather they would use, they'd rather use their hands and everything that they have to build up. Mm-hmm. their house so i was looking at him i'm like you keep fighting me i don't get it so i just said i didn't tell him at that time verbally i said i'm not going to your church actually i think i did and then i stopped going to church but remember i said lord <laughs> i want that spiritual connection my mm-hmm. spirit must oh, yes. remain connected to yeah. you yes. and it was as if there's a, a, a not a little string there's a string between me and god mm-hmm. and that is what had been sustaining me at that time so then I said, Lord, let's have a deal here. You know, <laughs> this man, I'm going to say it one more time. If he listens, glory be to you. If he doesn't, I give up. And then I said to him, I, I said the proposal of this big project that I wanted us to do for the family. And guess what? He said, no problem. Oh, that's what I was expecting. going to church again, you know. But at that time, to be honest with you, I just, it was like, it was the lowest Mm. Um, point in my life mm. um, so there there will be such moments yeah. and I kept saying Lord I know this is not you it's the devil who's trying to laugh at you and say mm. you know <laughs> wait and see I'm going to draw her to me Yeah. and mm. I, I, I really felt I let God down at that moment but I'd spoken with him because I said I want I want to talk to you because you are my father I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel I'm going to talk to you, Lord. So that's 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 the relationship I have with God. Mm. And to be honest, such moments usually are when I'm in the loop. <laughs> I think that happens to a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and by myself. And you're like, sorry, Lord, I know it's the oh, wrong God. time. <laughs> and, I, but. and I say to my kids, if you hear me talking by myself, I'm not mad. Okay, I'm just talking to my father. So they're like, okay. Actually, for me, it's in the shower. Yeah, shower is well. And I'm talking. There was a situation, the one that you witnessed, um, my son in the car. And this morning I said, what? You want to fight what God had said he is going to fulfill? I say no. And I was driving by myself. I'm like, okay, what are the motorists thinking? Fortunately, I didn't let go of the steering wheel. I was like, I say no. I said no. You know, so, but yeah, there will be um, such moments. Yeah. But let's just pray for a connection for our souls. Let's make a deliberate um, effort to make sure God is happy. And sometimes I felt when people are looking at me, are they looking at the person that God has had mercy on? A person that he's decided to bring back to life? Yeah. How am I living my life? And I more and more I feel like I'm under scrutiny. Mm-hmm. I've been elevated at the same place that people were saying I was useless. Mm-hmm. And as I serve, I always say if I err, to err is to be human. I don't claim to be an angel. I'm mm-hmm. human. But yeah. Lord, please help me. If I make a mistake... Can you give me the courage to say, I'm sorry? It doesn't matter if it's a small little person, a big person. Mm. I want people to know 
that you have been there for me and you are God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you are amazing. It's not an mm. easy road. I'm not perfect, but I'm trying every day. I'm trying and I said I don't want I want to make heaven. I want to go there. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> I don't want those foxes to see those foxes. You can't spend an eternity yeah. with the foxes in twilight, those big ones. <laughs> that whole army of them yeah. and more. I said no. Mm-hmm. So it is a battle, but I believe God is faithful. There's not much you can really say after hearing an experience like that. I mean, obvious, like a bit of jealousy. <laughs> Everyone wants to have that supernatural experience, whether it's you see angels or you see Jesus or you, you know. Well, no one really wants the negative side, which is where you see the devil, you see angels, I mean, demons. But you know what? At the end of the day, God is so real. Whether you have that experience or not, whether you feel like you physically felt him or not, or audibly heard him or not, or seen him with your own two eyes or not, evidence of his existence is everywhere. It's all around us. And it's in testimonies like Cheney's. It's in the word, which comes alive every time you read it. So don't feel like, you know, God is not real to you because you haven't had some outer body experience. He's so real. He's right there. He's the reason why you are awake and living right now and listening to this podcast. So... I really pray that you guys did benefit from this and please feel free to send through any comments or questions that you might have as a follow-up to this story we've just heard, this true story we've just heard. (laughs) Our email is radiantatthehub.co.zw. And then on Facebook, our page is Radiant Culture. And on Twitter, we are at Radiant Culture. And our website is www.radiant-culture.com. So please get in touch with us. Also, if you have any questions specifically for Cheney, she'll be really happy to answer any of those for you in the best of her ability. And if you have ideas for any other topics you would like us to cover, we're going to continue sort of in the same vein of covering, you know, the spiritual realm and things like that. But, um, yeah, if you have any ideas or things you'd like us to, to cover and have a, hear our take on them, please do send those through as well. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. My name is T-Mac. This kid has gone to the bathroom and we're out. <laughs> it's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.